It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Naff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction, coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help and a little bit of hope on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to talk about sacramentals. Now, for those of us who call ourselves Catholic, almost every part of our faith journey involves sacramentals. That would be everything from the holy water we bless ourselves with, the ashes on our foreheads on Ash Wednesday, the rosary we pray with, even the blessing prayer we say before and after our meals. They are all sacramentals, and they play an important role in our lives of faith. And we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director, back with us once again, Father Jeremy Plouffe. Father Jeremy is a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, pastor of three parishes in the diocese. Father Jeremy Plouffe, welcome back to the program. How are you doing today? I'm very well, Chuck. It's great to be talking with you again. I hope you and your whole family is being safe and healthy. We are doing our best. <laughs> we are Good. doing our best, as everybody is. But hey, <laughs> hey it's uh, great to have you with us today, and I'm really looking forward to the sacramentals. I just uh, don't think I realized um, they're everywhere, <laughs> and uh, they yes, really do. exactly. Yeah, and uh, just want to remind all of you in our listening audience, uh, we'll open up our phone lines inviting you and and uh, to join us on the program, we hope a few of you will say yes today. Your favorite sacramental, we'd love to hear about that. And um, how does it help you in your journey of faith? We'll get those phone lines open here in just a moment. But Father Jeremy, get us started. Sacramentals, what are they? Sure. You know, I was I was really glad in your introduction that you even mentioned the ashes on Ash Wednesday when I was getting ready for today's program. That one had never popped into my mind. And even with all the sacramentals, I was trying to make sure I was very familiar with so I could talk about all of them. So you, you, you still beat me, Chuck. You still beat me. I didn't think about the ashes for Ash Wednesday. but in, well, well, in, see, in, Father Jeremy, I started alphabetically, so I got to ashes real quick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There, there you go. go. You're, you're, you're ahead of me, as always. <laughs> well, I, I, I like to describe sacramentals as, as kind of like the do-it-yourself project. You know, that's always something fun. You, know, you build something yourself at your own home, whether it's a piece of furniture or just something out back in your lawn. Sacramentals are, are kind of like the do-it-yourself thing. Right? You know, one thing that we have to be careful about it in, in our faith is to not delegate our individual faith just to the priest at our local parish, saying, well, the priest will say Mass and he'll give the homily and that's all we got to do. Like sacramentals are, are really where we, we not just supplement that, but we really make sure that we are strong in the faith and able to receive all the grace that we can from things like the seven sacraments, confession and, and the mass. So that's just my big picture, top-down look of sacramentals are like the do-it-yourself things that you can, you can have a sacramental at home or anywhere and so whether it's just general prayers, Chuck, you mentioned like the blessing before meals or popular devotions, I mean, not just the rosary and the Divine Mercy Chaplet, but you think 
stations of the cross, not just during Lent, but the year round. I think even of some things that have been very special to me is veneration of relics of saints, which is really, really important. And then even one that people might not think about is, is visiting holy sites or, or maybe your local cathedral, sort of a pilgrimage, a mini pilgrimage, you might even think. Um, and then, of course, holy water, which you can have in your home, blessed candles, and, and the list goes on. The, the great thing about sacramentals, though, is, is the Church is really good about giving us nice guidance on, on how to use sacramentals, but, but not sort of like uh, you know, saying this is the only right way to do it. You know, so, so, for example, you think about the rosary, you know, very, very common and I think very, very important as well. So we have generally our, our rosary where we'll say that the joyful mysteries on Monday and the sorrowful mysteries on Tuesday and, and then so on through the week. But it's not as if to say that on a Tuesday you, you prayed the glorious mysteries or, or on a Sunday you prayed the sorrowful mysteries. It's not that you did the rosary wrong. It's just that, you know, generally speaking, this is what most Christians will do. We'll pray the glorious mysteries on, on Sunday, the sorrowful mysteries on Tuesday and Friday. But if you pray different mysteries, that's not to say you did it wrong. It's just there's, you said your rosary, and, and that, that's great to hear. And the Church only guides sacramentals to make sure that we're not thinking of them as magic talismans. And, and that's where the Church only really steps in to say, if you're going to be something like wearing the rosary as a necklace and hoping that that has some sort of magical effect to it, the Church does step in at places like that and saying, you know, no, this is not a, a magical thing, or the rosary itself is not a necklace. It's something to be used and prayed with, not to be worn as a necklace. So the Church only steps in in, in those kind of ways. But simply put, the Church loves to say about sacramentals, they extend the liturgy of the church. They they don't replace the liturgy of the church. It's not like saying a rosary is the same as going to confession or attending mass and receiving the Eucharist. The rosary doesn't replace the mass, but but it supplements it and and it's really beautiful to see in so many parishes where maybe before mass during the week or on a weekend there is a, a group saying the rosary to help get ourselves ready for mass and and receive more grace from mass and that's what really what the sacramentals are all about. They don't give us grace in the same way that sacraments do, but sacramentals prepare us to receive grace and help us to, to cooperate with it. Yeah. I, I think there's so much more to say, but I, I think that, that's, that's my big introduction to sacramentals. As you said, Chuck, they're everywhere. There's such a variety of them, and, and it's, they're comforting in that it, it's almost like you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You pray the glorious mysteries on a Monday, that's fine. You pray the joyful mysteries on Monday for the rosary, that's fine too. It's something that can just really help us not only take the grace of the liturgy at Mass uh, home with us and extend it all throughout the week, uh, but really help us to receive more grace the next time we go to confession yeah. or Mass. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to walk into that a little bit more deeply, but let's uh, get our phone lines open for you and our listening audience. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director. If you are just joining us and we're talking about sacramentals today, 
And uh, what is your favorite sacramental, and how does it help you in your faith journey? Toll-free phone number sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company, 888-914-9149, and our email address, life at relevantradio.com. So, Father Jeremy, just pick up on that a little bit. The Catechism talks about sacramentals being sacred signs which bear a resemblance to the sacraments. Of course, they're not the sacraments. But to your point, we use sacramentals. They are part of our faith journey because, here's my question, they help us enter more deeply into the sacraments. Is that a good way to look at that? I think so. I I think so help us enter more deeply into the sacraments. So they are you know, often a liturgy in themselves where we think of, you know, mass is a liturgy and then confession even is a liturgy where there, there's a formal rite of, you know, the penitent says this and the priest responds with that and, and the pe- priest continues and the penitent responds. And something like the rosary or, or the divine mercy chaplet, it, it is a liturgy. It's a rite where we, where we recite prayers in a certain order, in a certain way, and and it just it gives us a, a lot more opportunity to transform our hearts and be open to to grace that comes uh, from the Paschal mystery, the suffering, death, and resurrection of Christ. I, I mean, I, I, since you brought up the Catechism, it's just I, I can't put it any better than the Catechism uh, in Catechism sixteen seventy. It just simply says sacramentals prepare us to receive grace and cooperate with it. And, and that's a nice way, cooperate with grace, to say, like, okay, let's not just leave it at, I believe in Jesus as the Son of God, but now that is going to change how I act. It's going to change what I do. There's going to be good works coming from that, and they're going to be fueled. Those good works are going to be fueled by grace that I receive, and I'm open to receiving more grace. I'll have a bigger gas tank, you might say, of grace the more I open myself with sacramentals, whether it's prayer before meals, whether I'm at home, school, work, restaurant, neighbor's house, whatever, or if I have that holy water with me so that I can make sure I give myself a blessing before I walk out the door to school or to work and when I come back in as well. Those things really do make a difference. We are talking today about sacramentals, and what is your favorite sacramental? How does it help you in your spirituality? Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director, and if you'd like to join us, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke, chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. 
and news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And thanks for joining us. Just a reminder that our Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. More information about their cell phones and monthly plans, all available at CharityMobile.com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director. Father Jeremy, a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, pastor of three parishes there in the diocese, talking today about sacramentals, and phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. But uh, what is your favorite sacramental, and how does it help you in your spirituality? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149, our email address in your life at relevantradio.com. So, Father Jeremy, I've been thinking about sacramentals, and I think, you know, we all say our sacramentals are good. Yeah, it's a true or false question. Yes, it's true. But I was, <laughs> I was thinking here today, you know, I and we talk about the rosary, we talk about holy water, we talk about all of that, but I just sometimes wonder if I, if I know about them but don't know enough about them. It's just uh, amazing, as we said earlier, and you alluded to it as well. They're everywhere in our faith journey. But it seems to me, as I read about them and think about them and pray about them, they they, they seem to be linked to a blessing. Is that correct? Yes. And, and, and it's it's one of those things that, you know, I think we, we, we always want to pin it down a little more than we're able to like like it's it's like pinning down a cloud to the ground you you just can't quite do it but yes there there's there's blessings associated with with a lot of of the uh concretely with, with a lot of the sacramentals so whether it's a, a partial indulgence or or generally speaking forgiveness of venial sins with with certain sacramentals there's there's a lot going on and and it's just it's really something special to to see how much grace uh, you can provide yourself with how you can pro- how much grace you can provide for your family members and friends just with simple things of offering holy water uh, and and blessing yourself and blessing family members uh with it so it it's not quite as pinned down as you might say with with an indulgence like where we're used to hearing about plenary or partial indulgences where there's a clear you do this then this is the benefit that comes from it uh, some sacramentals have something more specific attached to them, like, uh, for example, scapulars. Uh, certain scapulars have, have some concrete promises attached to them, especially uh, in, in certain specific cases. And, uh, but generally speaking, yes, there, there, are, there is always thought um, a blessing that comes from availing ourselves of sacramentals, and in some cases, the forgiveness of venial sins, uh, uh, like with the holy water. Well, and I just think about even praying the rosary. Is it a sacramental? Certainly praying the rosary and the rosary itself. But when we just make the sign of the cross before we begin the prayer, is that a sacramental in some way? It is. 
It is, and, and it, it's one of those things, that, as you put it so well, they're everywhere that, that you, you might even just not even realize it, of just the sign of the cross. And I, I love just so many saints have, have talked about how, how the powers of hell tremble when a humble Christian makes the sign of the cross. And, and there, there, is, <laughs> there is a benefit right there, isn't it? Oh, but, yeah. uh, and it's just those simple things done with faith, done with all humility, you know, even I, I think so often in parishes, we, we get people who simply say, you know what, Father, um, I would like some of the candles that were blessed. I would like some of them for my home, you know, to simply have a blessed candle burning in my home as I'm praying my evening prayer before bed or, or what have you. And, and that right there is a really concrete thing where we can say, this is not just reminding me to pray or urging me to pray when I see that candle uh, you know, asking me, it's not burning, you know, pray, why aren't you praying? You know, at sacramentals, ultimately, I, I think St. Paul even, uh, in First Thessalonians, when he talks about pray without ceasing, this, this is, a, the sacramentals really get us to do what St. Paul tells us we've got to do, pray without ceasing. There's always a sacramental we can pick up and do just that. See, I never even thought about the burning candle, and we in our little uh, foyer in uh, the entrance to our home, we have a prayer table, and our kids used to ask, uh, why am I on the table? Because we're praying for you, that's why. <laughs> but but we have pictures of uh, family, we have pictures of friends who've asked us for prayers. We have a candle burning, and uh, I buy the uh, sanctuary lamps that they use in church, and we have a candle yes. burning all the time. I never even realized or thought about that in itself being a sacramental. Isn't that something? You know, so, so I guess we're, we're even again, Chuck. I forgot to talk about Ashes and Ash Wednesday, and, and now we've got the candle. So I think we're even. We'll see if we stay even for the rest of the program. But, but I think that's a super important thing. I mean, it, it, the candle, you know, it, it's, it's hard. And this is where it's, it's trying to pin down that cloud. Because, you know, the candle burning, you know, because anyone can just light a candle and walk away. And it's like, well, how, how much of an effect did that have? And certainly when we're burning a blessed candle, there's something to that. But, but it's more of like, hey, remember what's going on. It's, that candle's begging you to pray. I, I think of comparing it to the sanctuary lamp next to the tabernacle in all of our parishes. You know, if, if the sanctuary candle, uh, many parishes have a red one, you know, it's, if, if that burns out accidentally, you know, someone, you know, just forgets to replace the candle or there's a big breeze that blows out the candle, right, that doesn't mean Christ is no longer in the tabernacle, certainly not. But the burning candle is begging everybody who walks into our parishes, let's pray, let's recognize Christ is right here with us. And so at your prayer table, Chuck, or in any of our homes where we bring home these candles, it's just, it's a really great holy reminder begging us to open ourselves up to grace through praying, whether it's through another sacramental or just saying our, our evening prayers or morning prayers or, or whatever. Well, and then talk about that just a little bit more, because I know for me, when I walk into a, a church uh, that I'm not familiar with, really, and I'm certainly looking for the tabernacle, but I look for that tabernacle candle. <laughs> which yes. to kind of point me in the right direction and to make sure that when it's burning. But is that the point of sacramentals, that sacramentals like that burning sanctuary lamp in church points us to the tabernacle, points us to the sacrament? Yes, yes. And, and I, I think it's one of those things of, 
of even simply praying the rosary, it, it kind of inspires us to, to do good and then go to Mass to get to what's in that tabernacle, to see the sacrifice on the altar and receive the sacraments. And, and the, the, I mean, it's one of those things that's just like Blessed Mother, you know, always pointing us towards Christ. I mean, the sacramentals, there, there's such a variety for every personality type in the Church, and, and it's just they all point us back to getting to the sacraments, getting to especially Mass. And, and the, the, the sacramentals just help us to, like, every aspect of our day is, is sanctified. You know, just even, you know, I'm, I'm walking out the door uh, to go to my next meeting, and there's holy water at the door. I'm blessing myself. I'm blessing this part of the day. I'm bringing grace into my day. Thanks be to the Paschal Mystery. Yeah, and again, I just think, I, w- I wonder, we say they're everywhere, but I wonder if we just take them for granted sometimes, <laughs> that they're all around <laughs> us, and that we're just kind of going through life and, you know, trying to live our our lives and uh, be faithful uh, men and women uh, following uh, the plan that God has for us. But uh, I just wonder sometimes if maybe we, we miss them, we don't see them, we take them for granted, and just don't recognize uh, how important they really are in our life. Yes. I, I, I think that, that that's true, because especially right now, with you know, I, I'm sure there's quite a varied response in every diocese and even in our own individual parishes to the current pandemic, and I'm sure there's all sorts of reasons for what our individual dioceses and parishes are doing to make sure everyone is, is safe. But, but the thing about the sacramentals is, even though lots of our parishes might have all sorts of rules right now about you know, you can't sit in this pew, you have to sit in this pew because it's further away, or there might be markers on the floor where we're just used to in the communion line walking right behind the person in front of us. Now there's perhaps markers on the floor saying, hey, stay behind this marker so you're so far away. What All of these things, you know, are important in their own way, but the, the thing that inspires me and what I'm so happy about to talk about sacramentals right now is that even though the world might be in chaos, and even it's difficult to attend Mass in some of our parishes now because of the rules uh, for safety and, and sanitation. The sacramentals stand strong. The rosary hasn't changed. You say the rosary the same way today as you did last year. Father Jeremy Plouffe, our spiritual director, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good to have you with us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Naff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Jim Shaper answering your phone calls today. Father Jeremy Plouffe, our spiritual director. Father Jeremy, a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota, pastor of three parishes there in the diocese, and uh, talking today about sacramentals. And uh, what is your favorite sacramental? How does it help you in your spirituality? If you'd like to uh, join us, a toll-free number, 888-914-9149. You can email us, life at relevantradio.com. Just a reminder, top of the hour in about 26 minutes, we will be celebrating Mass with you and for you. And I hope you know that we just uh, really love praying with you and for you throughout the day. Certainly we have the Mass 
At the top of the hour, Drew Mariani, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy at 3 p.m. Central, right here on Relevant Radio, uh, the most listened to hour on Relevant Radio. <laughs> thousands and thousands and a few more thousands of you listen every day and pray with Drew and the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. Then we just want to mention the Family Rosary Across America, 7 p.m. Central, live interactive Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky and Karen Moran. And um, that's uh, 7 p.m. Central. And uh, just want to mention you're going to be beginning to uh, start hearing about our 54-day Rosary Novena. It's going to start on September 8th. We uh, conclude on November 1st as we pray for uh, the church and our nation, a 54-day Rosary Novena. That will be coming up and inviting you uh, to join us as part of our, our prayer warriors to pray this 54-day Rosary Novena. So just wanted to mention that today as well. Father Jeremy Plouffe is our spiritual director talking about sacramentals. Let's head to the phones. And Peggy, listening in Atlantic City in New Jersey, uh, thanks for the call and welcome to the program today. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Father Jeremy. Um, I just wanted to share a little bit of my story. My mother is on hospice and is in her final hours, really, and I just came from the assisted living where she is and visited with her. And I just wanted to, uh, I guess, thank, thank God and thank our Catholic faith for having these sacramentals at these really difficult times. When I sit by her bedside, I had some holy oil, and I, you know, just put some on her forehead. I prayed the rosary and the chaplet, and I was able to bless her with some holy water. And all of these bring peace, I think, not only to her, but also to me as I'm sitting there. And today I was able to call my cousin, and she joined me in one decade of the rosary. So, you know, these sacramentals have such um, a healing, comforting uh, feeling when, uh, when, when you are going through difficult times. Uh, they just bring this spiritual peace. So I wanted to share that story. And also a second story, and that is um, I am very devoted to St. Padre Pio, and I wear a relic patch all the time. And it brings me also great comfort and peace. And um, I kind of promote his cause as well and uh, tell everyone about St. Padre Pio. So, you know, those are things that are really important to me. And thank you for having this opportunity to share. Yeah, Peggy, thank you. Uh, can, is, can I ask you two questions? I, I wonder, it sounds like, I mean... With all those, with all those sacramentals, uh, you said holy oil, rosary, chaplet, holy water. Uh, I, 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 can I? Mm-hmm. Am, am I right in thinking that that a priest has, has offered uh, the anointing of the sick and last rites as well? Oh yes, she has had that. She is in a Catholic assisted living, and their chaplain That's has beautiful. already uh, given her the the last uh, the anointing of the sick and so forth. And so, you know, we just want to give mom as much peace in these final days, uh, final hours. Really, um, she doesn't have much time left. She's. 97 and three quarters, 97 and 10 months. So she's lived a long and wonderful life. Yeah. So that's beautiful. And, and then Peggy, I, I wonder, and, and do, you, do you mind if, if we all pray together right now, all, all of us, Chuck and, and me, and maybe everyone listening, is that okay if we pray for your mom right now? 
Oh, that would be so beautiful. Thank you so much. Is yes. it okay to ask for your mother's name? Is that okay? Yes, her name is Rose. Rose, that's a beautiful name. Rose, so so yeah. maybe everybody who's who's listening right now, let's let's all let's all pray for Peggy's mom Rose and her final hours, a very very sacred moment for every Christian. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you wept at the death of your friend Lazarus, and your followers, especially your blessed mother, wept as you hung on the cross. Hear us now who are praying for Rose, who has served you faithfully for many years in the Holy Faith. Give her and her family consolation and great hope in eternal life. Help us to recognize the goodness that comes from death. Help us always to have great hope in the eternal life you promise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. 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 Peggy, so Thank important. you, Father. So that important. was beautiful. Thank you. Thank well, I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate the story. And, and goodness, I'm so grateful that God, I mean, throwing all these all these sacramentals in the final hours and I think that's so right. It's like a concrete benefit of, of healing, comforting and, and just peace. You know, I, I think of my own grandmother, may she rest in peace, died uh, just at the end of two thousand nineteen and I know there was holy water there and she was reaching for the holy water in her last moments as well. And it's just it's really, really profound uh, that the sacraments are here to help us, especially when at uh, times when we might feel all alone or even desperate, these sacraments not only open us up to grace, but have a concrete benefit of, of peace. Yeah. Well, Peggy, uh, God bless you. Thank you for joining us uh, on the program today. And I can tell you uh, thousands, uh, literally thousands of people coast to coast, even around the world, are listening today to this program, praying with you and for you and for your mom. But a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for taking time uh, to join us. And Father Jeremy, we hear a story like that. And uh, gosh, um, just the, the beauty of our of our Catholic faith, even in the these uh, difficult moments of our life uh, to be able to come together as a community. I mean, let's be honest, this is a, a radio program <laughs> where we just, uh, well, I mean, it is, but gosh, look what happens when we just take Absolutely. a moment to, to pray together and, and love one another, even over the airwaves. Well, and that's, that's such a beautiful thing that, you know, may, maybe who knows how many people are going to have as the day wears on, uh, their Divine Mercy Chaplet or their evening prayer prayed for Peggy and, and her mom, Rose. Uh, and, and even just the situation that Peggy was describing, it's, we're not just sitting uh, next to Rose or, or to anyone who's dying, you know, saying, you know, gosh, I hope there's no pain or this is just hard. You know, like the Church gives us all of these things that, that we can pray for the person who's dying uh, for ourselves and for also, I mean, there, there's so much that can be done rather than just sitting and, and, and feeling sad about about impending death. And so it's it's a beautiful thing that Peggy was describing about all of these things. They prayed together, and then even just being in a in a Catholic uh, nursing home or assisted living, where not only is there a priest and a Catholic environment, but also other people who might just as well join in and say, "Hey, you're praying the Rosary." Let me sit next to you, and I'll pray along with you. That's that's really exciting. Yeah. 
Well, Peggy, God bless you. Thanks uh, thanks for joining us on the program today. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Inner Life, uh, our program on spiritual direction, coast to coast and around the world, on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Talking about sacramentals today. And if you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149, your favorite sacramental. We'd love to hear it. Hear the story, but let's uh, head back to the phones. And um, Agnes, uh, listening in uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Hi, Agnes. Welcome to the Inner Life. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I wanted just to tag on to yesterday's discussion about how often do you bless the house, and also the discussion of a sacramental. On the feast of the Epiphany, our, our our pastor would bless chalk, and and everybody who wants it would take the chalk and ha- say a prayer, and the prayer would be. On the door, you would mark the year, and you would put CMB, Casper, Melchior, and Baltazar. And then you say the prayer where Jesus would come to your house and bless this house. But also, CMB is also a Latin phrase for Jesus, bless this house. So um, I, I thought I would just share that with you. And for our parish, we bless our homes every year. Hmm. Yeah, Agnes, that's, that's so great. I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I, I know certainly re- related to uh, holy water or, or uh, water from certain shrines. I know, I know people really prize uh, water they get from the shrine at Lourdes. You know, Epiphany also has that, that great tradition of, of the blessed chalk. And, and yes, that, that uh, Christus Mansionum Benedicorum, may Christ bless this house, in addition to Casper, Melchor, and Balthazar. It, it's a really, really wonderful thing. And it, it, it's, it's really great. Like every year, let's bless the house. And that, that that's a fun tradition, and uh, you know it, I, I certainly hope that people um, have, if it's not the Epiphany blessing, some sort of a blessing of their house every year. Whether it's you invite your local priest or deacon, or or uh, whether it's you just have your own holy water and, and throw it to the throw it to the four corners of your of your home or your yard, it's 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 really something important to make sure that the space is dedicated uh, to the holy faith, to Christ Himself. Uh, not just by happenstance or like, well, I happen to throw some holy water, call it good, but using that holy water, bringing you to make sure that you act on that dedication, that the house truly is dedicated to the Lord, not just by chalk on the door, which is a wonderful tradition, but also by how we act as well. Yeah, Agnes, uh, thank you for joining us. And one of the questions, uh, again, reading about sacramentals, Father Jeremy, the flexibility that we have, I mean, here's a parish in New Jersey, they had blessed chalk to take that back home to bless to bless the house, but in the way we use uh, sacramentals uh, in our own culture, whatever that may be, there seems to be a lot of flexibility to be able to use them uh, to bless our homes, uh, to bless our families, uh, really uh, so many ways to use them. Yes, and and I I have a good story about that, if you'll indulge me, Chuck. I have a good story. So I I was a very new priest when this story happened, uh, so uh, I, was, I was only ordained uh, probably four months at this point, and I got a phone call from somebody that I went to college with uh, saying that he wasn't a member of the parish to which I'd been assigned, but he lived nearby now with his wife and his, and his three kids, and they just love to have, have me over and then just let's have dinner, and maybe we'll pray together, we'll put the kids to bed, and then you know, I could catch up with my friend from college and his wife. And so, of course, I eagerly jump at this opportunity, and I was so inspired that uh, even though their children were very young, very young three kids, 
uh, my buddy and his wife insisted that we're going to uh, be very quiet and we're going to pray together before bedtime happens. And one of the traditions that they had in their house, even with very young kids, is that they had bottles of holy water, and the parents would bless the kids, and the kids would also bless the parents with the holy water. Mm. And I thought, this is touching. This is so inspiring. But I was in for a curveball, because (laughs) my friend's wife uh, said to me when they got out the holy water and they were going to begin uh, their goodnight prayers with their kids, uh, his wife said to me, now, Father Jeremy, I've got to warn you, you are standing on holy ground. And I, and I said, well, why is that? Tell, tell me about this. That sounds intriguing. How is your house holy ground? And they said, well, as you see, our kids are very young, and so they've realized that to pour out the holy water, you have to open the cap and turn it to its side, and the holy water comes out. But they're not quite old enough to realize you have to turn it back up or all the holy water <laughs> will spill out. And so they've said there is so much holy water on the, on the carpets of their living room that, as far as they can tell, their, their living room is now tr- truly hallowed ground. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love What a great story. What a great story. I want to get to another phone call, but do you have a favorite sacramental? You know, uh, I've, uh, when I was in seminary, uh, I really, really appreciated some very, very good friends of mine who are also in seminary who really inspire me, even to this day, to be a better priest that would say to me, uh, you know, why don't we sit down together and pray the rosary? And so I, I really have to say that. But, uh, and, and I, I hesitate to, to add anything to that, because the rosary is just, it's huge, it's larger than life, but as a priest, I think lots of people know, priests, deacons, nuns, and monks, we pray many, many times a day with the liturgy of the hours. And I, I, I hesitate to say, because I, I'm not quite sure it counts as a sacramental, because it's really a, a formal liturgy of the Church, that, that monasteries, convents, use, and certainly priests have to pray, and deacons too. But the Liturgy of the Hours, morning prayer, evening prayer, night prayer, and a couple others as well, it's, it really gives me direction. Like whether it's you pray before a stressful meeting, or you've had a long day and it's time to pray night prayer before going to bed, the Liturgy of the Hours, morning prayer, evening prayer, and all the rest, it's, it's been such a, a beacon, like a lighthouse in a stormy bay, where it's like, okay, let's recenter, and then just reading from the sacred scriptures in the Liturgy of the Hours, it's, it's, it's something I can't imagine being a priest without. I just couldn't imagine doing priesthood without it. Father Jeremy Plouf, our spiritual director, talking about sacramentals today. Let's uh, head back to the phones. And Joe, listening in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hi, Joe. Good to have you on The Inner Life today. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. And I'm, I'm a rabbi of the Jewish faith, and I happen to be—I'm visiting here, and I was coming through the dial and came across your program, and— wondered if I could ask a a question to help me understand a little more about certain aspects of the Catholic faith that I'm I'm not very well steeped in. I I, I do interfaith work, but it's more with Protestants, and I I did sit in on a few RCIA classes at a a local church, and I I learned a lot of very interesting and uh, aspects about the faith that we often 
that, 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 that you share with us. So I wondered if I could ask a specific question. It's not a devotional question, but a specific question about certain aspects of the sacrament that would help me understand it better. So what was the question? Are my understanding yeah, my understanding of the sacraments, uh, my minimal understanding is that these are, are they required rituals that, that help in your you know, help you certainly with your connection with the divine and are they are they required works in the salvific sense or are these merely practices more like in the Protestant world? That you can choose or not choose because it's not, it's not the Protestant world is, is is less based on works than it is on faith. Yeah, I, I I think I understand your question, and thanks for calling in. It's it's I'm always happy to uh, to speak to the faith, uh, whether it's to someone you know inside the church or, or from another faith or, or no faith at all. So I'm I'm glad to to have your question, and the the Catholic uh, position. It, it, it's it's not something that can be sort of boxed in, you might say, because the the joke that lots of people learn on their way to becoming Catholic priests is uh, that the most important word in Catholic theology is the word both or the word and, uh, because we certainly and, and I'm sure uh, many would agree that that we we won't limit God to say that God would only act in this certain way and in no other ways, as if to say that if someone did not receive baptism, there's no way they could possibly make it to heaven. That, that's, that's not at all what, what the Church would say. But, but at the same time, it's not something that's optional either, as if to say, like, well, you know, if you want to, go ahead. If you don't want to, that's fine, too. It's, it's that God has promised, uh, as our understanding through the Gospels, uh, from Old Testament and New Testament uh, books that we have, God has promised us grace in the ordinary way through, through these sacraments. So, I mean, it, it's hard to boil it down, but, but to try to be cogent and brief about this, we know the sacraments work, and this is the ordinary means of salvation. And, and when I say ordinary, I don't mean ordinary as in boring, like it's an ordinary day. Uh, for us, ordinary means like this is the standard, the standard, like ordinary time or the ordinary way of doing things. This is the standard we hold ourselves to, that we would take the grace from baptism and that would inspire us to be Christians. And then we take the grace from the Eucharist, and that gives us the strength to be good Christians, not just that day, but all the, all the week long. And so it, it's, it's not something that it's either or. You know, you know, both and tends to be how Catholics talk about not just sacraments, but really anything. The sacraments are not optional, but it's not like God is limited by the sacraments. And are are the sacraments a... there are seven, correct? Yeah, there are seven sacraments. Seven main? Okay, so are those seven a composite, each one bringing out a different insight or a different way of connecting with God or are they all are they are they interactive are they or are they individual and each one is a different means by which we connect to the holy uh, yeah it's it's a bit different than that so so generally speaking uh the catechism of the catholic church kind of 
groups the seven sacraments into into three subgroups. There's the sacraments of initiation that that make you a Christian: baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist. And then there's the sacraments of healing, which would be the anointing of the sick and confession, where we ask for forgiveness of sins. And then there's the the sacraments of communion, community. Uh, which would be holy orders, that's ordination to be a deacon, priest, or bishop, uh, or matrimony, where you commit uh, in another way to, to your spouse. So, I mean, it doesn't really seem to fit in the categories you were saying, so there's the catechism of the Catholic Church would, would break them up into subgroups of sacraments of initiation, sacraments of healing, and sacraments of community. Yeah. yeah. Joe, does that help? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think my my phrasing was was coming through my Jewish understanding of what 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 you would call sacraments. We would call commandments, and and the I nature see. of commandments and the purpose. So I uh, that's that, that's why I was asking it in that way because I I only know one way how to frame it. But no, I, I it does help. Well, and uh, as as I hope to listen to more and and learn more and. Uh, and grow an understanding of your study. Yeah. So thank you, Father. Yeah. Well, and, and we're grateful for your question. Really appreciate yeah, we you are. tuning in and asking. Yeah, and you know, and Joe, I'm a convert to the faith, and so, you know, I'm still trying to <laughs> figure it out and learning all of this. But, you know, when it comes to the Those sacraments, the time, what I've right, come to Jackson? realize, of Father Jeremy, when we look at the sacraments, it's really a one-on-one encounter with Jesus Christ through our priest, and certainly through the Eucharist, where we bring the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ through you to our altar of sacrifice, and then we as the laity partake of that. But I even think of of marriage where, you know, it's the husband and wife who um, who are the sacrament. They are saying yes to one another. Then they become the witness. They are our witness to the love of Christ in our life by the way they love one another. So for me, the sacraments have just become a way to look at uh, Jesus Christ working in my own life and uh, his power, his, his grace uh, coming into my life through the sacraments that we experience in the Catholic Church. I, I couldn't have said it any better, Chuck. I, I love how you, just, you you said it very cogently there with just, it's a one-on-one encounter with Jesus Christ, baptism, Eucharist, all of them. It's, it's us connecting directly with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Joe, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. A pleasure to have. I don't know if we've ever had a Jewish rabbi on the inner life before, but uh, great to have you with us. We hope you'll keep listening and call in any time. We do appreciate that. But, you, you know, Father Jeremy, talking about sacramentals, but again, just to the point, we talk about the sacraments, as Joe was talking about, as we've been talking about. It's the sacramentals in our life which point us to the sacraments and help us grow in our faith and help us grow in grace. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 that's that's just uh, you know I I, I can't uh, imagine that there's a whole bunch of confusion about that, but it it is important just to remember that the sacramentals are not a replacement or a substitute for the seven sacraments. It's not as if to say like, well, I'm perfectly capable of going to mass this Sunday, but I'm going to uh, pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet instead of going to mass. No, the the sacraments are are paramount, absolutely. And the sacramentals, they, they supplement, they help, they extend uh, the, the grace of the sacraments into our whole day. 
And to your point earlier, I've got about 15 seconds. This is not a talisman. (laughs) This is not superstition. These are very concrete ways of living out our faith. Absolutely. It's, and and I, I'm glad you, you reminded all of us of that here uh, as we're approaching the end of this is not superstition, this is not anything other than let's extend the prayer and let's make sure that we dedicate uh, ourselves and everything we do uh, to the faith. Father Jeremy Plouffe, our spiritual director. Time to wrap things up. And Father Jeremy, as you know, we'd like to end the program with a final blessing for all of our listeners. All right, as we pray the blessing, let's remember Joe, Agnes, Peggy, and her mother, Rose. And may God, who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light, pour out in abundance his blessing upon you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Jeremy Plouffe, thanks for joining us and enlightening all of us about sacramentals today. A real pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks to you for joining us. We do appreciate that. Stay tuned. Coming up in about 60 seconds, celebrating Mass here on Relevant Radio. And then at 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Cale Clark. We're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.